Hey, it's Brian here. And I'm going to ask you this question. Do you want to be free? Do you really want to be free? Well, I got a guy. I got a guy. Jeremy is here and he's going to break it down in such a manner that all you have to do is just listen to what he says, apply it, and you'll get the results. I truly believe that. And I can't wait to have you hear what he has to say. It is um, to the point, lots of substance though. So make sure that you stay to the end. It is it's just really great stuff. I'm excited as usual to have you hear him right now. All right, are you ready? I'm ready, let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back with another one. It's Brian S. Arnold here with the Authority Project. And I have my new good friend here, Jeremy Sutton. He is here to help us step into our authority with a book. Is that right, Jeremy? Hey, Brian. That's right, man. I'm super excited to be here and tell your audience how to use a book to grow their authority. Awesome. We shall see what he can do for us today on this <laughs> amazing episode of The Authority Project. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right, and we are back with another one, folks. It is Brian S. Arnold here, and I'm here with the Authority Project. You are the project. We want to take some authority and slap it onto your name so you can sell more of what you're great at. And we're here with Jeremy Sutton here, and I'm excited to to get really dive into this topic. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great, Brian. How about you, man? I'm doing great. Doing great. So... It's Monday. It's actually right now. My days are just like, like a blur. I mean, I mean now I'm just like, what day is it? Because I, I have no idea anymore. I've been home so much. So anyway, let's get really into it. I want to before we dive into it, let's, let's get into who you are first, Jeremy, who you are personally and then professionally. Yeah, absolutely. My name's Jeremy Sutton. I am, I call myself the book boss. Nobody gave me that name. I gave it to myself. Those are the best nicknames when the ones you give yourself. I don't know. I love it. It's kind of yeah. lame, uh, <laughs> but I love it. So anyway, I'm a trained physical therapist, have been one for 12 years. And I wrote a book a few years ago called uh, Neck Pain Solutions. I actually have it right here with me. And um, I started kind of being the go-to guy for other therapists and healthcare providers to write and self-publish books. And so then I turned that into uh, Healthy Books LLC. Book Boss Publishing is the name of my company. And uh, so I help people. I've helped over 70 people write and self-publish books in the last uh, year and a half and uh, got a long list of people that are coming up and got a lot of books coming out this year. So uh, my goal is to help 100 more people just this year self-publish and 10,000 in the next 10 years. And so I'm a husband, a dad. And yeah, that's me. Awesome. I think you already got to my second question, which what, what is your current project? So maybe we'll slip over to the next one. I'll <laughs> slide over to the next yeah, one. Yeah, go here. ahead. What is your daily routine? 
Well, <laughs> to be honest with you, my daily routine, I get up when my wife tells me to get out of bed in the morning <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that works. I help. Yeah. I mean, she's in charge. I help her uh, get the kids off to school. And then I'm still a full-time uh, physical therapist, Brian. So I go in, I, I treat people from eight to four 30. I usually do a podcast at lunch every day. I have a podcast. I have two podcasts that I'm working on currently entrepreneur rising podcast, and then the daily self-publishing podcast, which will come oh, out nice. uh, next month. And then come home T tonight. I have soccer practice for my kids. And then after my kids go to bed, I spend some time with my wife. And then on Thursday nights, I do four or five podcasts every night. And then I help people at night write and self-publish books. I do coaching calls in the mornings and in the evenings. And I'm a pretty busy guy. Yeah, I, I see. <laughs> That's awesome stuff. That is awesome stuff, man. So great. That is awesome. So let's get to it, Jeremy. Let's dive into how we can step into our authority with the book. Where do we start? Yeah, I mean, the first thing you want to do is, is you have to realize that you are an expert. You are an authority in something. Whether you're a doctor, um, a plumber, a teacher, whatever it is, you have some expertise that not everyone else has. And that was really, Brian, the biggest thing for me to understand is I'm a healthcare professional. And I was okay, you went to training for your whole life. Now let's try to use some of that and help other people and then also be able to use that to not trade time for money for the rest of my life, which is where I'm close to now. And so that's the first thing is really just understanding that you have some expertise and you are the authority. And then the next step of that is, is figuring out who's your audience and, and what's your topic going to be, because we can't write. I'm not going to sit here and write an entire book about the human body. That's why my first book was neck pain solutions. You know, I have that mapped out into each joint per se of the body. To, to work on that. And so I have a different, you know, avatar or audience for each one of these books that, I've, that I'm going to write. And so that's really learn that you are an expert and then really pick your topic and your audience. Because if you're going to write a book to everybody, then it's not going to serve anybody. You know, it's, <laughs> it's just not. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not a fan of like the ultimate guide to to body pain kind of thing going on. <laughs> Something like no, that. I'm not. I mean, so look, <laughs> no, I'll, let's take a step back. I'll say that mm -hmm. that's okay if you want to write that book for everything, but you're yeah. still going to have somebody in mind. So it, let's say if I was going to write a book for, let's just say we're going to write a, pool, a, a book for pool design. Let's move away from therapy. Just let's say swimming mm -hmm. pool design, just so I can show you it's for everybody. You're going to design those swimming pools for um, people over 50 or people over 60 that are that, that are getting ready to retire. Whereas you're still, it's going to be an all-inclusive thing, swimming pools or swimming pools, but you're going to have that person in mind. Or you're going to have, let's say you do it, and you have the 30-something the CEO in mind. So it's you can write a, a book about the entire body and just have baby boomers or a CEOs or stay-at-home moms or whatever. So you can write something that's all-inclusive and still have that one person or that one group in mind to write your book for. And this is great because I'm, I'm, I'm coming at you now. So this is this is probably what you what you already encountered that people come. I, I want to book save something like that. Like I said, I want to write a book about tool design. They're already in their mind that this is going to be for everyone. Yeah. So that's their first snag. That's just oh man, I don't know anything about CEOs. I don't know anything about these people here. But now, so how do we get to the point where we're diving in and doing the research and focusing on that? And how do we now go from wanting it for everybody? to the small little people here, small little niche of people here when we don't know anything about them. 
yeah if you don't know anything about them then maybe you need to pick something else to do because this is what you should be the expert in right because right. we're, we're talking about claiming your authority you're stepping into your authority and so there are people like I, I believe ryan levesque is really good at this he wrote the book ask where he went in so many different niches and built all these businesses he didn't know anything about them so he just studied and studied and studied and so there are great places to study there's a, a website called answerthepublic.com and you can go and, and you can type in what is podcasting and it'll pull up every question that they've cataloged from the internet. You can go to Reddit, obviously, and, and that's a good source as well. Maybe you're not always going to get the best information, but you see what the questions are people are asking and you can start to find them. And then you look for demographics and psychographics and, and things like that. But hopefully you have some kind of audience. If you don't, I would say another big part of this is start building an audience on what you want to write about. But to go back to your question, how do we find out? You, you asked me the, the best thing you could have asked me, because this is one of my favorite things to talk about, Brian, okay, okay. is when you write a book, you write it to one person. Mm. So if I was going to write a book on the Authority Project, I would write a book to Brian. I would be like, okay, what does Brian like to do? What, what's Brian's age? Where does he live? What, how does he spend his time? Where's his money? And I would really just hone in on you and write this book to you. And I tell, I teach my uh, clients this, let's name who you're writing it to. And, and this is nothing that I've come up with. This is all marketing 101. And, and let's just write that book to one person because it's still gonna pertain to thousands and hopefully millions of people, but you can't write to everybody. It's, it wasn't Simon Sinek, but I don't remember who said, if you try to sell something to everybody, you're gonna end up selling nothing to no one. Right. So same thought process there, but you can, there's plenty of places to research it. I mean, we have the internet. It's it's not like it's a secret. <laughs> Google something. Right, right. Okay, so let me go into, I think, what, what people's fear are. The biggest fear is, okay, it's going to take a while for me to, to break this down for you. So people are concerned with quality because you can put out a book and get a one-star rating and it'll crush you emotionally. It'll crush your sales. It'll crush your reputation on that subject. So it can be a risk, Jeremy. So here's an example, because I just read a book. And it was about book writing, <laughs> amazing enough. And I won't disclose the person's name, but he's pretty famous in the marketing, digital marketing arena. But it was trash, Jeremy. Yeah. It was straight trash. It was garbage, if, it, if I was to be yeah. completely honest. It was a clickbait book that gave you practically nothing in value. And it gave you, I gave it actually two stars. I had to do it. I never, I never really do that to anybody because I, I don't feel like I, it's worthy. But I, I had, I, it's so crazy because I, I put this on, on my Instagram and say, go buy this book. And I had to take it off. It was that bad. So, and it deserved it. It deserved those ratings. And it actually, it actually got a lot of one-star ratings. It was $10. It's now down 99 cents. So what they were doing is they were putting out a minuscule topic and saying, go to my, now go to my marketing course for $300 and get the real stuff. Cause there was nothing in the book. So tell us about the risk, Jeremy. Come on, tell us about the risk of putting out something that everybody's afraid of because they think it has to be, so, it has to be quality, it has to be 300, 300 pages and full of all the research. And uh, tell, me, tell me about that and why, because I think it should be quality, but there's some people who, who think that it doesn't have to be all like that. Yeah, let me tell you. So I think I know what book you're talking about and you, okay. can, you can tell me when we get off there. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look, if your book is crap, you deserve a one-star review. That's that's just the honest truth. Don't put out crappy books. But this is what I would say. 
first off, yeah, that is a reasonable fear because people are afraid. One of my first clients who was a, a good friend of mine, he had a Facebook group with about 4,000 people in it at the time, and he hadn't posted his book in his Facebook group. And I'm like, dude, what is wrong with you? I'm about to post this freaking book in your Facebook group. <laughs> and he goes, I'm afraid somebody's going to not like it. I said, yeah, there's going to be a ton of people that don't like it. So what? So that's the first thing with that fear. I would say, yeah. Brian, there's going to be people that listen to me and you today and think, gosh, those two guys, they don't know anything. I don't know why they even wasted our time. But there's going to be one or two people, hopefully a, a lot more, that are going to say, hey, I really like that. I'd really like to write a book or I'd really like to do something with the Authority Project. It's OK. You Be afraid, but still do it. The caveat to that is please put out a quality book. Don't just put something out for clickbait like a ton of online marketers do or anybody in any space. And and one of the biggest things, I learned this from a guy named Mike Shreve, who wrote the One Book Million Method, who's somebody I had I'd never heard of. I just saw this ad. My friends tag me in all these book ads now. So I've bought all these books <laughs> that, that I would have never bought if I hadn't started doing this. But he talked about writing your book and don't do a bait and switch. Don't give the first nine steps to a 10-step process. And then on the last page of the book, which is exactly what the book you read did, say, go buy my $300 course and get step right. 10. And I'll unlock the keys to the kingdom for you because what's going to happen is you're going to get a ton of one-star reviews on Amazon. You're going to get people that want to return your book if you're selling it on your website. And, and it's not going to help your business at all. It's going to hurt you. You're, it's, you're not going to overcome that either unless you just have a ton of money to throw at ads and things like that because people are now not going to trust you. Yeah. You know, the whole reason to write a book is so people know and trust you even more and see you right. as the authority. And then if you give them a crap book, I don't care. Like this book is 67 pages, but it's good stuff. But I could have made it 300 pages in the last hundred be junk. It's it's not going to go well. Don't do that. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. Cause I, I, wanted to, I wanted to make sure people who want to write a book, yeah, could, you, could you hear people write a book in a weekend? It's possible. Sure. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Will it be good? It just it just depends, right? So I've actually was taught to write a book in, at one point, write a book in 24 hours. So it was a nice exercise, Jeremy, but you know, it was a little click clickbaitish. And I wanted to make sure people are writing with quality. I think it's so important. Yes. So what do you say to people who okay, who have the material, they've got lots of notes and content, and their content is kind of in disarray. And how do they compile it all together so that it makes something magical? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's a great question, Brian. You know, the first thing, so I already told you the first three steps. So the next step, number four, would be to mind map your book. Even if you have a ton of content out there, I have podcasts and videos and all this stuff on Facebook and everywhere else. And I can't just shove all that into a book because it's not going to make sense. It's not going to be um chronological or, or anything. So I would say the first thing is, is just mind map your book. Just dump everything on a piece of paper that you want to put on your book. You know, I have a whiteboard over here. So that's what I would do. And then the next thing would be outline your book. So either, so take that mind map, start taking things out that don't really matter, that aren't important, that people don't really care about, like the story about your grandmother and your aunt and you went and saw a dog and something happened. Who Nobody cares about that. So <laughs> play that stuff out and then have a good clear outline because it's your roadmap. We're not going to start out in New York and drive to California without either a map or our GPS on our phone now, but you need to know where you're going. And so you outline, you mind map your book, you outline your book to know the chapters and the subtopics and all that. And then you timeline your book, which I think is another important step and say, okay, I want to have this done by December, 2021. And I'm going to publish this on January 1st, 2022. I'm going to start the new year with my book. So those are super important things because 
now you know, hey, that that one video I did, how to self-publish for business owners, that was a great video and it got a lot of likes, but it doesn't really fit the concept of the book that I'm writing right now. So we're going to leave that part out and we'll come back later. And so the good thing is about books, if you do them well and you do them right, you don't you know, pull the rug out from under people on chapter 20 um, and say, <laughs> go buy my course just to learn everything. Then guess what? You can publish a second book later or mm -hmm. add to it. You can, hey, Download this PDF is a good way to get emails. You don't have to get the emails if you want to do it that way. You can just give it to them or, or whatever. That's really the best thing to do for me is to compile things. And there's, there's so many resources out there now, Brian, that are easy. We have all these. You can get a VA to help you compile things and, and pay, you know, $10 an hour or less. There's a lot of times you can pay six or seven. You can, there's Descript.com, which you can mm -hmm. upload your videos. You get your transcript back. So there's all those cool things. That's what I would do. Yeah. So great. So uh, I want you to keep keep on that same vein because answering my next question some, somewhat. How much should we infuse marketing in our books and outside of it as far as that is concerned? Yeah. Oh, I, I, we definitely should infuse marketing. There's no reason to write a book if you're not going to market it and sell it and, <laughs> uh, and get something from it. I mean, there's just... Other than you just want to leave a legacy for your kids and, and that's fine and great too, but right. you know, we can't eat legacies a lot of times. So what I would say is the reason that I teach people to write books is to make money on the back end. So the book itself is not going to make you rich unless you're Ryan, a Ryan Levesque or somebody like that, a Tim Ferriss, Tony Robbins. Those guys sell books and they have huge lists and, and people buy their books on day one. They become New York Times bestsellers. But what we want to do is, is we're selling books to to get people into our world. You know, it's like a front end of the funnel thing. And then, yeah, you have you have lead magnets in your book. Hey, go this neck pain solutions book I have. We have all the exercises on video explaining them and showing you how to do them because sometimes you can't really get the gist of doing something just by reading and looking at a picture. So that's one of our lead magnets and people still sign up and I'll get a, a notification every now and then, or, you know, about once or twice a week and somebody signed up for this. Um, but yeah, definitely market your book. You have to have a good launch plan and that's something that I can go into in, in just a little bit and a good marketing plan. And, and you have to talk about your book. You have to be relentless and, and just talk about it and talk about it until you're sick of talking about it, until yeah. your family's sick of you, until your friends, <laughs> until your acquaintances are sick of it. Right. And uh, then keep talking about it. You can go on and talk about it right now if you like. What, what, yeah, so, absolutely. So what, what, is, what is the exact steps from going from, here's my book, what is, the, what is that landing page supposed to look like? And what is the, because now you have this book you're dealt with, and I've got to make this landing page. i got to make a regular offer that's worthy of, whatever else I'm, that's supposed to be not free or from my book. Cause, cause we see the book as free basically. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. So how do we build, how do we build from that and, and make something that's really worthwhile to really scale the business or at least to, yeah. to grow it in some way? Absolutely. Absolutely. I really, my thing would be anybody listen to this right now or, or later, whenever you hear it, go ahead. If you have an idea, start building your audience right now, because it, it's, if you want to build an audience, you should have started yesterday and I've been right there with you. But that's what I would say is start building an audience on, on whatever it is, whether it's cooking or whatever, plumbing, book writing, whatever, start building your audience. So when you get your book done, in my mind, when I have a book done, so my next book will be about self-publishing for business owners. And it won't be crap. It'll be good. It'll be all the steps. Every <laughs> it will not be clickbait. I promise. You're gonna um, verify that. You're gonna confirm that. You're gonna verify that right now in front of you, Brian, and your audience. So it will not be. It will not be clickbait. It will be every single step that you need. Everything that I have found in the last few years, and I'll even talk about other people that do the same thing I do. Rob Cosberg, Chandler Bolt, 
Dave Chesson with Kindlepreneur. These are all guys that I've interviewed and learned from and are amazing. And some of the things I teach are things that they teach because it works. So, but I give them credit. I just did. It'll have all that. And so my thought process behind that is, hey, here's my book. This gives you everything you need to do it. But if you want help and you want somebody to coach you and you want somebody to hold your hand or kick you in the butt, depending on what day of the week it is, then I would love to coach you in this process. And so that's really one of the ways to do it. So you you have them go through it, not bait and switch. Here's all the here's all the things, but if you want help, I'll help you. So it's your coaching or consulting. I do have a, an online course that I've really gotten away from selling just because it's a lot of work to have a ton of, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it, I it, to have a ton of students and then there was a, a live component to it. You're teaching and it just, it, to me, I would rather coach someone on a one-on-one basis or a, or a small group instead of doing the stuff with the course. So, but you can have a course and, and it can be evergreen or, or however you want to do it. But so what I would do with a book is let's go to the landing page. You talked about that. So we have the book on the landing page, let's say 795 free plus shipping and handling. Russell Brunson teaches this on click funnels. Of course, Russell Brunson has a billion people coming to his websites. <laughs> so you have to think you have to have that in mind. Are you going to have traffic to your website? Cause I've, I've had clients that have, that have said, Hey, I wrote this book to somebody I didn't work with. Hey, I wrote this book and nobody's buying it. And I'm like, who, where is it? It's on my website. How many people go to your website today? Seven. Okay. That's why you're not selling your book. Seven people. <laughs> so anyway, unless it's, unless they're right. super targeted, so you have your book and, and we can, there's amazing things. I have all these shared uh, funnels on click funnels that I have. I've built out other funnels for, for people on different websites. I can give your audience that if they want it, I can put that on my a little link to that on my homepage on bookbosspublishing.com. I'll be glad to do that. But you, you can go get that stuff there. But it's really just the book. Who's the book for? What's the transformation or what problem is it solving and how? And so that's the book. And then you give some bonuses. So let's say for neck pain solutions, I have the book. And then the bonuses are learn how to sleep pain-free at night without buying an expensive pillow because you have the perfect pillow in your home. You know what right. the perfect pillow is? Roll up a bath towel and stick it under your pillowcase. Right. That helps with neck pain. Okay, you don't have to buy the perfect $1 million pillow or $100 pillow. The next thing would be uh, a self-neck pain screening assessment. So I go through that on a 10-minute video and show you how to screen yourself and what to do. Mm -hmm. And then step three would be, you know, here's me interviewing an orthopedic surgeon on the best things to do and what to avoid and who should have surgery and things like that. So then I, so now I have something practical they can do at home. So these are all the next steps, what they should do with this book. And so that's another thing is the, the next step should be, what are the next steps? Like you shouldn't be okay. having, have a book about neck pain and then say, Hey, buy my hatchet that chops down small <laughs> trees. You know, it has to make sense. It has to be right. the next logical step. Right. And and so you have to think that your book is going to cause problems. They're going to cause good problems. Okay. So if somebody doesn't have neck pain anymore, what are some things that they're going to be able to do? Maybe you teach them how to do some yoga now because they can do, they're not having neck pain or are you, and so you just follow that process. What are the next steps? So neck pain book, perfect pillow, self-assessment, expert interview, and then, so that could be your three bonuses. And then the next thing would be, if you want to do an upsell in the funnel or an upsell later through email, then you would say, Hey, here's my neck pain solutions course, where I'll walk you through everything. It's $49 or 40, whatever you want to charge and, and go from there. And then you just continue to nurture those people. And you could do one-on-one -on -one assessments or, or coaching calls, whatever your business is. Um, yeah. yeah. And just build that relationship. So that's really kind of how I see the funnel. Nothing, nothing groundbreaking there. I would say, yeah. Brian, that's the, yeah. pretty much a standard thing. I would say the biggest key is to know that 
if you haven't taken time to build an audience, and that's why I do these podcasts, exactly. obviously that's why everybody does it. You start going on podcasts and you don't have to be the biggest guy. I'm not the biggest book publishing guy in the world. Okay. To me, to my knowledge, I'm the only one that focuses on healthcare providers, healthcare business owners, mm -hmm. but others, it's the same thing, whether you're a plumber or a doctor, it's the yeah. same framework to, to write a book. It <laughs> yeah. just is, but yeah. you know, you can get on podcasts, you start to do that kind of stuff and you start to market your book and it's success leaves clues. I think Tony Robbins is one of the first people to say that. And so you just follow what everybody's done and, and you can do it. It's really not that hard. Just yeah. don't write a crappy book. Yeah, I, I think people need to understand. I, I think it's starting to get out there a little bit more, I think, but people need to understand that it's really all about promotion. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, you can create whatever you want, but if you can't, if you're not, you can't promote it effectively, it, it's not going to go, it's not going to get anywhere. I mean, just no. you, you got to continue to promote and yeah, and until, until. <laughs> So to drive that home even further, I'm going to be launching the daily self-publishing podcast in May. And my friend that's helping me launch it, he just launched them. Um, it's called Healthcare Hacks and Connections. He yeah. launched it into the top 25 on iTunes in the United States. He was top three or five in, in Israel, I believe, which is, is okay. kind of random. But yeah. like just because he knows how to promote and he did promote it. And then he reached yeah. out to 100 people to help him. And he got 92 reviews in the first week for his podcast. Right. Um, they're, they're not dishonest reviews. They're, Hey, listen to it and review it. Were, right. were some of those people, friends and family? Absolutely. So what, <laughs> you know what I mean? So you have yep. to promote yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So let me ask this question. Cause I think this needs to be raised in your experience. Why, why does it take so long to write a book? Oh man, I don't know. What, what are you doing with your life? You're watching Netflix every night because people aren't focused on it or it's not a priority, you know? So I would say that most of the people that I've worked with, we've written those books in four to six months. Obviously, Brian, you've already said you've been taught how to do it in a day. I, I published one in a day in one night. I finished writing it. It was just based on 27 questions that I asked people and just posted their answers or the answer to their questions. But I think traditionally we feel like that writing a book should take it's a year long process or five. I've heard people say I've been working on this book for five or 10 years. Yeah, yeah. I would say one, it, it maybe it hasn't been the number one priority. I totally understand that. I, I do really. I'm calling myself the book boss and my priority has been helping other people for the last six months write books, even though I've been doing it longer than that. And I haven't written my book yet, even though I have it outlined, it's ready to go. It's it's not the number one priority. And then the second thing, my the biggest roadblock I've seen is not mapping out your book and not outlining it. Because, you know, what I did early on in the first couple of books I wrote, I just wrote them. And I was like, okay, I think I'm finished. You're finished if you outline the book. Right, right, you know, right. It's okay. This makes sense. We're going to stop on number 10 because it comes after nine and before 11. So we're going to stop there. And then that, that to me has been, is the biggest issue is people don't know where they're going and they don't know when they want to get there with their book. And so that's why I really emphasize and stress outlining and timelining your book. So you know where you're going, but other than that, I, I really think six months is a realistic time to write a book, even if it's a 300 page book, because you're just reverse engineering. Okay, I'm going to write 300 pages, so I need to write 10 pages a day or however many pages a day. I'm not going to do any math right here, but, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> just you just have to do it. But I, I do think it's a lot of times it, it may not be the number one priority. Two, you don't really realize what it can do for your business and your brand with writing a book. And, and then three, you just get lost in the process because you don't have it written out where you want to go. And I will say it is huge for your business and your brand because there are people that, I, so I've been able to speak in two or three conferences virtually since COVID happened. One of them, one of them's in Ireland. If, if it wasn't for freaking COVID, I would have gotten to go to Ireland. Oh, this week. oh man. <laughs> so, but 
anyway, I mean, that's because I have books. Without right. my books, I don't get any of those invitations. Okay. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. So this is great. This has been great. I got two more questions for you, I believe. We'll see. We'll see yeah. how it goes. So let's take this angle on this. The rules are different with fiction. Because I, I think we're, we're mostly talking about nonfiction right now, right? Nonfiction. So, yeah, absolutely. So there are times, though, when we can merge these two together. Say, like, the, the greatest salesman in, in the world, the richest yeah. man in Bob, Babylon, who moved my cheese. Is this maybe, like, the best of both worlds to try to, to try to try to put something like this together, perhaps? What do you, you know, think? Brian, I, I read a book, and I have no idea what the name of it is, because this is before I ever started any of this book ball stuff. And it was a leadership book on on managing a team. Okay. And it was a fiction book, and I read it <laughs> cover to cover in one night. It was so good. <laughs> And, and yeah, I think if you can do that and you can pull it off, then absolutely go for it. I really like to infuse people's story with the books, whether those are fiction stories or nonfiction. Who, I don't care. It doesn't matter as long as it you know impresses upon people and bolsters the story, makes the story better. But yeah, I mean, if that's something that you can pull off and, and add some fiction in there and, and make it very entertaining. I mean, I don't watch a lot of YouTube videos because I lose interest in them within five seconds. Oh, really? <laughs> you know? I mean, I, I do. I just lose interest. So it, it books the same way. If I'm reading yeah. a book and I'm not interested, I, I'm not going to read it. And it has to be interesting. And whether you use fiction or, or, or yeah. nonfiction, that's up to you. Awesome. Awesome. So this has been great, man. I got one last question. This has been awesome, though, so far. I mean, this whole thing has been awesome. So I got one last question for you. I'm going to put you front and center. And I want you to tell us in your own words, in your own words, for people who might want to do the same things, that, same thing that you're doing, you have the same, some interests, similar goals, similar journeys, and they want to do the same thing like Jeremy. You know, they want to help people with their books or whatever, or, or make an impact in the world, writing their books. Can you tell them how they can become an authority in this space? Yeah, absolutely. Guys, listen. I'm going to take my hat off because it's important. I got a scar. I hit my head. It's no big deal. Um, this is important. You owe it to yourself to step into the purpose that you were put on this planet for. I firmly believe that only you can meet the purpose that you're here for. Not me, not Brian, no one else, because you're the only you there is. So you have to step into that purpose and you have to accept it into your life. And once you accept that you are an authority, you can start changing lives and changing this world. And we need some world changers. Okay, look. You just have to be consistent and you have to work hard at what you want to do. And so if you want to write a book or you want to start a podcast or a YouTube channel or whatever it is, you just need to start learning all you can about that. And I suggest getting coaching. And, and that has been the biggest investment that I've made in my life in the last five years. So I've spent thousands of dollars on coaches and business and mentors and things like that. And they have really propelled me just years into the future of where I would be without what I'm doing now, without without that coaching. And so I would say, if you want to become an authority in something, build that, whether it's a book or a podcast or, or whatever it is, just pick one and go with it. You don't have to pick a book. That's just what I'm passionate about. But if you do want to write a book, you need to pick your audience, pick your topic, understand that you are an authority, mind map your book, outline your book, publish it, launch it, market it, market it. Be relentless in your goals to write your book, grow your brand, grow your business, and be seen as an expert and authority. Be relentless in your purpose and go out there and change the world. And, and that's all I got to say about that. That's awesome. <laughs> Enough said. Enough said, people. <laughs> that was amazing. That was amazing, man. That was perfect. So please tell people where they can see you more after the show. 
Absolutely. So you can see me at <laughs> bookbosspublishing.com. You can go there and you can find everything. I have a free Facebook group, Book Boss Tribe, and uh, you can get in there. There's over 70 videos on how to write and self-publish. I do a, a live interview in there every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central called Tactical Thursday, where we teach you how to grow your audience and, and market your book and things like that. We're going to be talking about making connections this week and networking, I believe. But other than that, I have a ton of places, but let's just leave it there, Brian. And if you reach out to me on one of those avenues, you can find the rest of them. Great. That's amazing, sir. People, people, get a hold of this guy. There are people who have been waiting years and years to to write their book. Get a hold of this guy. He'll get you going and getting it finished, done. So I'm going to plug my few things here. I'm going to do a little bit differently today because... Um, you guys already know about the authorityletter.com. I say it all the time on the show, like three or four times a week. So you, you know about that. Go to the, the authorityletter.com. I do some great stuff there. It's my, great, my best work. But I have a thing I want to share from a fellow creator who had a, a tragic in December. I'm just now hearing it about it right now, Jeremy. It's amazing. But she was, she was riding a bike and she fell over and I think cracked her neck and her spinal, had a spinal injury. And it was like, I, I'm hearing this was like this close for her being paralyzed. So now she's, she's recovering, but of course the hospital bills come in. <laughs> I'm trying to get that support. I have this kind of platform to help her. So I'm, I want to try to help her reach her GoFundMe goal. So if you guys want, can just hear this, I made it, I made a domain. It's simply called helpmeg.com. It goes straight to her GoFundMe page. If you have a heart to give, anything is helpful. I just want to try to get her to that goal. So there it is, helpmeg.com. And that's all I have to say about that. Any final words to wrap up the show, Mr. Sutton? (laughs) Mr. Brian, thank you so much for for having me. And guys, please, if you're hearing this and you want to write a book, please do it. You can do it, I promise. And uh, you can get your book done. It's amazing. And and I would love to help. And and I do free phone calls three a day. So if you want to get on a phone call with me, uh, go to bookbosspublishing.com. You can set that up. It's on the bottom of the page. And I would be more than happy to help you. I just love talking about books. So let's do it. I love it. I love it. And that is it, folks. Remember, build it, share it, and they will come. See you next time. We're out. And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority-building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.